Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Rooted Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra, and I just hope that you all had a beautiful, long holiday Thanksgiving weekend. I, for one, am so tired. I'm trying so hard to catch up on sleep and just, oh, I have no complaints. It was an amazing past few days. I feel so grateful to have the best set of in-laws I could ever hope for. I mean, three bonus sisters, three bonus brother-in-laws, extra nieces and nephews. It's truly the best. And, you know, all of my sister-in-laws, I would choose them to be friends with. And so it's so much fun when we all get together. His parents are just two of my favorite people in the world. And it was a lot of together time, which is always so beautiful. Um, as anyone who is an introvert can relate, it's nothing personal. It's just to recharge, we need to be alone and to sleep. And so I've been trying to do a lot of that, but no doubt had such an amazing last few days. Um, and I hope that you can all say the same. I woke up this morning with so much motivation to check things off of my to-do list. And do you know what I ended up doing? (laughs) I deep cleaned my refrigerator and my pantry. And before I knew it, it was 2 p.m. I was like, how the did that happen? (laughs) So I'm just getting around to recording this intro now. Um, This podcast will go live tomorrow. And yeah, I got everything done before four. So I'm going to chalk that up to a victory. Um, Speaking of today's podcast episode, I am so excited. This has been a long time coming. I have the psychic and medium Katie Serbeck, who is truly just such a joy. Uh, We became friends through Instagram. Um, I consider her a friend in real life. And she is just the very best everything that you could ask for in a human being. She's so tapped in, so intuitive, so gentle, yet so funny, so funny, and just so unapologetically herself, which is just, I don't know. I I love following her. I love keeping in touch with her. She's just a very bright light. And so if you don't follow her, you're going to want to. Um, her Instagram handle is at Katie Serbeck, S-U-R-B-E-C-K. And I will have all of her information in the links uh, in the show notes, including the links to be able to book readings with her. She's so attainable. I've had so many readings done by her, um, and she's really never missed a mark. And something that I love so much that she'll dive into, she'll get into her whole process with you guys. But I love how she offers Zoom readings, right? Like, So she offers that kind of a reading, but then she also does um, mini readings since she's so talented at channeled writing, um, you can send in a question or two or three and she will tap in and get those answered for you. And I've done that, I think two or three times. And every single time my jaw is on the floor, I'm like, what in the world? It's always everything that I need to hear. Some of the stuff she's brought up, I'm like, there's no way that she would know that. It's really just the coolest thing. Um, and if you guys have been around here for a while, you know how healing I find mediums. Um, They're not all created equal. And so I feel very, very, very specific about who I share with you guys here on the podcast. There's been a couple people who are intuitives that I've had on here. Um, I would never lead you astray. So if it's something that you've been wanting to do, highly encourage you to head out and check Katie's 
um, website. And I won't keep you waiting much longer, but um, in addition to talking about Katie's experience being a psychic and a medium, and she's only uh, really come out about this in the last like two years, which I think is really cool. Um, We also touch a lot on the experience of being gaslit, specifically in past relationships. Katie is so vulnerable and open about her experience with her last relationship that ended up in... um, infidelity on his part and she just so beautifully cracks wide open for all of us to be able to relate on such a human level when it comes to that gaslit experience when it comes to that heartbreak when it comes to that shock to the nervous system um to the anger and she she really dives into how anger is such a beautiful vital piece of this whole experience Ugh, it's just it's such a good conversation and we laugh so much so much. Um, I got pretty teary-eyed a few times, and I just really think that Katie is here to heal and to open people up to a different portal, and I really hope that this episode does just that for you. Okay, so that's it. Let's dive in. Okay, so I've been wanting to have you on the pod forever, but like you said, it's divine timing, honestly, because while I've always thought you were just so incredible and so inviting and just a delicious human. Um, you've transformed so much that when I witness you now, cause I've been following you forever, I'm just like, damn, she is <laughs> up leveling, even though I know, I know you personally. So I know it's been uncomfortable, but like you truly are in this like up level era and it's really cool to see. So I'm extra excited to have you, um, on the podcast, just carrying that energy today. So welcome, my love. Thank you for being here. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. And I'm, I'm so excited to be here. I love you so much. Just you're one of my favorite people. The love is mutual. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, let's start with where you're from and where you are now, what it is that you do for work and just what is lighting you up these days. Okay. I'm so bad at talking about myself. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm a Southern Belle. That's what my great-grandma used to call me, actually. Um, I moved around a lot growing up, but we always stayed in the South. And um, I live in Southeast Georgia now. And we've been here for about 10 years, longest I've ever lived in one place. And um, I spent a lot of time being like, I don't want to be from the South. But I now that I'm an adult, I'm like, yeah, you are. Like, you can't hide it. (laughs) In your blood. Um, it definitely is. And even I went to Massachusetts this summer and I was like, oh, you guys are different here. <laughs> um, not in a bad way, but I'm like saying hi to everyone. Mm-hmm. And my friend's like, we don't really do that here. That's why. Totally like scared. a Midwest vibe too. 100%. I'm like, hi, how are you? And they're like, uh, I'm good. How are yeah, you? Are you crazy? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, but I'm a professional psychic and medium Mm -hmm. and I've been doing that since 2020. I didn't know I was a psychic until I, until 2020 and which is funny. So I grew up in the South and I was raised Catholic and mediumship definitely runs in my family, but Mm -hmm. never, it just was never like something that was pursued. It was just kind of there. You know, my grandmother on my dad's side had all these 
ghost stories and she was incredibly gifted, but she chose to kind of suppress those gifts, I would Mm -hmm. say. And I didn't, I didn't know what psychics were. I didn't know, like sometimes I would play like with a Ouija board at a sleepover. Like I didn't really. Do those work? I don't know. Honestly, it feels a little, I don't want to say no. Yeah. But. I don't know. I've had like one weird experience with it, but it's like the placebo effect. You're like, I I don't know. Jerry's still out. Same, same for me. Ironically, I'm like, my, my sister was like, we should get one. And I'm like, "Eh." I'm like, do we need one? You're like, you also just have me (laughs) in the flesh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it just, it was definitely interesting. Like it didn't, I literally had it's the craziest story. I went on this retreat in Arizona and I was driving and I had all this time to kill and I saw aura readings, like a sign for it. So I pulled over and I go in and this lady's like, you have this incredible gift and you're not using it and you, you're going to help so many people and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because I was working I had like a pretty prestigious job for, especially for my age, I was managing a department on a, a five-star resort that's pretty affluent mm. and like making quite a bit of money and all this stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I kid you not, the next day, a psychic was like, you're you're a psychic, like you have these abilities. And wow. I, yeah, it was insane. And I had a, have you seen That So Raven? Oh yeah. Is oh my like, God. Nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> she like, you know how she like freezes and it like zooms into her eye. I had that moment, I swear. And everything clicked and I was like, Oh my God. Mm. So I guess I just didn't have the terminology for it. Um, did you think that you were, I hate the word normal, but did you think that you were just like everybody else or was there something in you that knew, Oh, I'm a little bit different. And then it clicked. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. different. So different. Okay. So you like, knew that you were different. I could not put words to it. It's kind of, I've journaled for so long and it's funny to look at old journal entries of me being 16 and I'm like, yeah, there's something missing. I'm so different. I, Oh my God. How in. magical is that? I know. And, and I was like, it's, I literally saw a journal entry. I was like 16 or 17 and I'm like, it's right under my nose. I wow. can't see it. It's right under my nose and it I don't know what it is and it's driving me crazy. I'm like there's something. Yeah, it's insane. And then I guess it just I mean divine timing again. Mm-hmm. Like I I do not think I was ready for that information a second and, sooner. And honestly, I love that you said that because for anyone listening who might feel that way now or whatever, like Katie is always, always, always championing divine timing. And I really do feel like we don't get the message until we're ready. Mm -hmm. Even for people who are in like horrible relationships or like a toxic environment, like until you get that psychic whack, until you hear it is when you're supposed to hear it. In my opinion. opinion. Yeah, I totally agree. I even see that with clients that I give readings to. I can Mm -hmm. tell I'm like passing something along and I'm like, they're not ready. They're not going to actually listen to this until whenever they're ready, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. So when you, back in 2020, this is when you saw the psychic and she said, you're psychic. What the hell then? Like you wake up on a Monday and you're like, okay, I'm psychic. I, I have the proof now. <laughs> it clicked. Now what? 
it's so funny. There was never, ever a doubt in my mind from that second on that I wasn't supposed to be doing Mm it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't really know how, but Mm -hmm. I'm, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I like, it's actually an interesting time. It's interesting timing because I kid you not, it was like the last day of this retreat was when COVID hit here in the U.S. Right. So I like flew home, there's chaos, and I go see my family and I just tell them and they're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so the support was there. Like they were just like, well, yeah. From my family, totally. I yeah. was with my ex and he was very much like, what are you talking about? You know? And yeah, well, he sucks. We'll get to yeah. that later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And no, it's true. And it, it just, um, I, I just, from then forward, I was like, this is what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I, I think it was the first time I ever like prayed. Like I didn't, even though I was raised Catholic, it's, it's not like a free form prayer, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I started praying every day and I was like, I, need more time with this. Cause my job was so high intensity. It was like, I had an hour long commute and like nine hour shifts, five days a week, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit and the resort closed. Oh my God. And so the only thing I had timed, I had all Divine the time timing. in the world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I just like threw myself into it and I was like, this is what I want. Amazing. Just, yeah. So there was, I spent a lot of time developing my gifts. I didn't jump right into charging people for mm-hmm. readings. I think mm-hmm. I did. And I mean, like, I was giving, I remember at one point, I think I was giving like four or more free readings every day from like March, April, May until June. I finally was like, oh, I can like, yeah, it was intense. And I was like, I think I need to start charging people. Yeah. So then I like put up a website in June. I think it was. I feel like I jumped on that wagon so fast. Like the yeah. minute you start, I was like, boop. Yep. Thank you. Um, yeah. Also really quick. I feel like I should have had you elaborate just for anyone who's listening. That's like, A, what's the difference between a psychic and a medium? And B, mm. what do they even mean? So can you just um, give us a yeah. quick little summary? Yeah. So to me, psychic is different than being a medium. I know Mm -hmm. some people don't feel that way and that's fine. To me, mediumship is all about connecting with those who have passed on. Mm -hmm. Um, And then psychic for me, the way that I see my gifts is like, I can just see the energy of everything Mm -hmm. because everything has energy. And so I, um, Sometimes I'll call myself a channeler too because I feel like I'm just channeling energy and messages from the other side. I would Mm -hmm. say it's kind of hard to define, but I think psychic for me is like, um, let's look at the energy of like your career right now, your relationship, maybe stuff that's going to occur in the future. Um, And then mediumship is for me like past loved ones or, um, just anyone that's passed on. Yeah. Okay. Well put. And you are so much more than a psychic and a medium. So (laughs) please know that this, this interview will not be all about this, but it's very fascinating. And for me, you've done a lot of healing for me just by having this gift. And so I want to shed some light on it. 
Um, you did take a break from connecting to the other side. Can you talk about why? I'm not sure if that's even still accurate, but I think it's important to also shed light on when that became like something that just wasn't aligning for you. Yeah, I still have taken a break. I I don't know how to explain it. I just feel, and I'm not saying this about anybody that does it professionally, but for me, it just felt icky to have all these people really grieving come mm-hmm. to me and I'm like taking money from them. And I think I helped, you know, I know that I helped people, but it just didn't, to have it happen that way didn't feel good anymore. And mm-hmm. so what felt good was the really organic, like um, I have a really close friend whose uh, grand, uh, his grandfather visited me and I just passed that along. And it was like, I didn't ask for it. He didn't necessarily like outright ask for it. And it just felt so much better to have it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it just is what feels good to me. And also to be honest, I think part of it is a lot of people come with expectations. Totally. Yeah. And I can handle that when it comes to just reading energy. I can handle it. It can be like, I can see you're expecting X, Y, Z answer. not going to get it. Oh, when that's you ha- so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but when I'm, I'm, it's someone crying because they've lost someone and I, I, I don't want to be like, mm-hmm. they're not going to tell you this information, you know, like I can't, it's so hard. I know what it's like to grieve. Yeah. And it's like, they're just looking for comfort and and I hate to say it, but sometimes the expectations of what will get passed along are not yeah. met and they're not yeah. in their grief, they're not as open to all of it as right. you know. And so Well, it's like and it's like me coming to you and being like, I need to talk to my dad and you being like, Okay, I can't guarantee like I've had a reading before where she was like, Your dad doesn't think this is the right time for him to come through. You know, they can also be like, no, thank you. It's not healthy for me to like meet with them right now. Yeah. And, you know, and then your expectations are crushed and then you just feel even more defeated and more sunk in your grief. And I get it. And one other thing I want to say, um, as far as it's, I, I find the parallels fascinating, but when I had the calm collective and when it was like really deep in grief and talking about grief, fucking same. There got there came a point where I was like I can't carry the energy of a constantly feeling like I need to be grieving or tapping into that space mm-hmm. in order to show up and have something to say. It was like mm-hmm. my soul was like you need to separate from this. Talk about it when it feels right like you said with your friend and mm-hmm. his grandfather, you know, like little dips like that, but not having it be this like pressure and mm-hmm. wrapped with your purpose, right? Yeah, exactly. It's 100%. And it's just, you know, the last time I sat and did a mediumship reading, I was so drained. It mm-hmm. like took me out for like the rest of the day and half of the next day. It was just very, it like zaps me. And I was like, I just can't, I just can't, you know? Yeah, I get it. But then there, there's your clarity readings and Oh my God, they are chef's kiss. I love how many I've gotten like three. I love them so much. You have never 
even strayed from like one sentence, every sentence I'm like, what the fuck? This is everything. I have them pinned in my notes. Cause like when I'm like feeling mm-hmm. off, I just go back and I dip into them. So like you said, some, sometimes, you know, you'll get sentences from you or something where you're like, oh, that doesn't hit, but I'm feeling something. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to go back and look at them and be like, that makes sense now, you know? Yeah. Um, but you have this really beautiful way of, I don't know. And like, I think for some people, and I want to talk about skeptics, especially for what you do, because like they're through email and you take some time. So can you just explain how your clarity readings operate? Cause it is very different than what most, I said most in quotes, which I think is beautiful. I think you've tapped into something. And so can you just sort of explain how the energetics of that work? Yeah, this actually so yeah, those are the mini readings and mm-hmm. they started Sorry, yes, the mini readings. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, you're good. And those started because when I first started offering readings, I would do them for free on Instagram stories mm-hmm. and I would just type it out. And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm really good at this." But then that got crazy. I was getting like hundreds of people when I would do it and I'm like, "I I can't like Mm -hmm. this is insane so then I started doing Instagram DM readings Mm -hmm. and that was insane I was getting I think the first time I did it I I was charging like ten dollars we'd send you a little Venmo yeah right super yeah it's so fun (laughs) and cute I I think I made like oh my god like uh, that was the most money I've ever made, but it was so draining. Like my screen time, I, I spent like nine hours on yeah. Instagram doing them. And I was like, okay, like this is a thing. So I would periodically do them and they were still very popular. I just did them like last week and they're, they're just fun. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. just something for me. Actually, the, one of the ways I developed my gifts was through channeled writing and that's, so it just, it's something that really just comes naturally to me. Right. And so Um, I was trying to figure out a way to make it more sustainable for my energy and my time. And also, Mm -hmm. you know, it's super fun on Instagram, but there's like a character limit and it's kind of hard to just sit there and type on my phone. And totally. So, um, I was like, well, I could do them over email. It's the same thing. And, um, I think that's something that I've, I got asked a lot in the beginning was like, we don't have to be in the same room. And I'm like, no energy is energy time and space isn't real, you know? And so, um, you can either ask a question or just get a general reading. And I basically Mm -hmm. just tap into your energy and everything that's going on. And as I'm channeling, I just write out everything. So Mm -hmm. in, um, a reading over zoom, I just talk while I'm channeling, but this way I'm just writing it out. And then I just send it along and, um, I'm thank you for saying all of that about them because I very rarely hear back from people actually really like almost never, but I know I have mm. so many repeat people that I'm like, yeah. okay, obviously I'm doing something right. And I don't like need to hear back from people, but sometimes I'm like, what if I'm just crazy? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> Even as a photographer, like when I send off a gallery and people don't respond, I'm like, uh, do you hate them? And then they come back next year and I'm like, I guess not. But like, can I get like just one line of like, they love them. Peace. Yeah. You know, literally. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, yeah, I get it. 100%. So, <laughs> so a couple more questions, but as you've grown in this gift, the last almost three years, 
have you, how have you used it in your life to actually, I want to, I want to rephrase that question. In what ways has being a psychic or, you know, being able to channel, um, how has it benefited your life? How has it supported you? Oh, wow. I think, I think I'm a lot luckier than most people when it Mm. comes to that, because I, it's really probably not until this year that I've really actually like stepped into it, but I, I just know things. I know like, um, this is like a fun example. Like if a guy is like hitting on me, I just know I'm like, Mm, no, like he's yeah. not like not my guy. There's just yeah, like there's something off here, and then it turns out like he's married or mm. engaged. That actually has been happening to me a lot lately. I don't know why, but I can just I just know. I'm like nope. There's just something not right here. You'd be like and- the best wing woman ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to be a psychic matchmaker. Oh I don't know. <laughs> my God. Permission how to do it. Work. That would be so fun. I don't know how it would work, but I've always been like, that would be a fun like show on. I was going to say, I'm like, Netflix would eat that up. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. We're making it happen. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how we're putting it out there. Yeah. Um. So that's fun. But then it's also really challenging though, because mm. I can see like, if like, particularly with relationships and dating like if my friend's like oh I'm so excited about this guy I met my abilities are like "Eh." and then I turn it turns out I'm right and then of Mm -hmm. course I don't share that with them because I'm Mm -hmm. like everyone has their own journey um but growing up it was interesting I made such good grades without studying and now I'm like it's because I think I intuitively would just be like a c (sighs) d what I want to do yeah. <laughs> That's I like cool. never I was actually bored in school because it was just I was just like okay like at one point I got accused of cheating by a teacher because I would not pay attention I would sit and read the whole class and but I would make 100s or more on everything. Yeah, you're like, yeah, well, you and your partner aren't going to work out. So take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That would have been so funny. (laughs) Then it happens and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of relationships and sort of being intuitive with that, I do want to segue into one of the big life adjustments that you had earlier in the year, which was your heartbreak and the infidelity that caused it. So I just have to ask, though, something that you said about, you know, being able to tell with relationships. How many people have said something to you along the lines of, well, like, you're a psychic, didn't you know that he was being unfaithful? Has that happened? What's so funny is I knew it had been going it had been going on for I think almost a year. And I what? knew. I just knew it. We were on I'm just gonna put it all out there. We were on vacation with his family and I just something about his energy and his body language, I actually ended up going to the bathroom and having like a panic attack Mm. and I was talking to my friend and I'm like I think he's cheating on me I just know it I just know it I just know it but I was in an emotionally abusive relationship and and I was being gaslit so badly that it actually I just ignored it and it Mm -hmm. actually popped up so many times like we had fought about this one woman like Actually, I should call her a girl because she's younger than me. But we had fought about her, I think, like at least three or four times. And I got gaslit so badly that I just stopped bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And I never got 
the proof I needed until the day we broke up. And actually that's an interesting story because long story short, I was half asleep and I heard spirit say, you need to check his phone. And I tried to ignore it and go back to sleep. And spirit was like, check his phone right now. And I like roll over and I grab his phone and with out me doing anything, it unlocks. And I didn't know his passcode, obviously face ID, you know, all the things. Wow. And I was like, oh shit, like spirit is not playing with me anymore <laughs> because mm-hmm. I would, I don't know what, it, I think it was just being stuck in the cycle of abuse. So I'm, mm-hmm. I try to be kind to myself about it, but it was like, I definitely knew for, yeah. and I just was like, ignoring it I was so scared to end that relationship like I remember I would say stuff though to friends like oh when I'm single blah 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 and they'd be like what are you talking about and I actually had I had said something to him once and I said like oh when we were dating blah 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 and he like looked at me and he's like what do you mean when we were dating yeah. And I was How like, crazy. What? And you're like channel like, speaking. Yeah. And so it was like looking back on all those experiences, it's like, I can't even judge clients for not listening because I wasn't listening either. Like, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. You're probably so bored with this by now because I feel like as long as you and I have known each other, it's like you have an experience. And I'm always like, me too. But this happened to me years ago back in one of my long-term relationships of like five years. And I just wanted to jump in and just say, like, I knew, like my intuition was on fire. It was screaming at me. I was away on a trip with my mom and Mm -hmm. it was just a total out-of-body experience. I would just like literally feel that something was off. And then I got him on the phone and my whole body was on fire. Like he didn't do anything or say anything to make me feel like I should feel the way that I felt except same. It was emotionally abusive. It was such a gaslighty relationship. Um, but then, you know, it it ended up coming out. Like I got Mm -hmm. a Facebook message from the girl's boyfriend. And later I went to a psychic and I was like, did it happen? Yes or no? Because he would not to this day would not give me any validation. And the psychic was like, Oh baby, you already know. Like, it's a big fat. Yes. Like move on now. You know, this is not, this is not worth your time. So with that being said, there have been too many things that have happened to me where I'm like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. Especially we all chalk it up Mm -hmm. to a woman's intuition for sure. I believe in that as well. Yeah. Would you say that we are all psychic? Do you believe that? I totally do. I actually have a little bit of a hot take though. I think that everyone is psychic, but I don't think that everyone's meant to read people. Mm. I think there's a lot of people, there's like a trend lately with it where people are like, oh, I'm so good at, you know, you know, like all these examples we're talking about. And then they like kind of run with it and give Mm -hmm. readings. Um, But I definitely, everyone is psychic. Like you're, everybody I know, particularly women, have stories like this where they're mm-hmm. like, I just knew they like, they're like, I just knew that person was off. I, or it's like, um, they're like my so-and-so wanted to go to this place. And then I was like, no, we're not going. And then something bad happened yep, there, you totally. know, all the time. So I, I totally believe it. I think we all, it's like energy is everything as energy. And I think that's what we're all really picking up on is mm-hmm. just, 
we just know. And also too, that story you said, same, the synchronicities are insane. (laughs) Like it's wild, wild. And then it's like, it's in, so this is actually something I wanted to talk about because it's before we started recording, I had told you that it's been both like really achy, but also really incredible to watch you peeled back like old versions of Katie. And you, you're really becoming this like spicier version. And I am so here for it. So you said something the other day that I thought was so fucking beautiful. You said that your anger and your bitterness towards your ex, that you're fucking pissed, right? About the way that you were treated and that he never owned up to it. And that it's not 24-7, right? And mm-hmm. you're not going to let it affect your actions and your worth, but you deserve to feel your feelings, the anger, and you refuse to be gaslit about it. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially, this is the part that I love, especially within the spiritual world, because we're told not to entertain low vibes, right? Yeah. Which is what you mm-hmm. touched on. But you say that all feelings that are just like a gateway into another portal, another opening. And I thought that was so beautifully put and so freaking important. So how are you moving through that anger anger, and how are you showing up for it and honoring it instead of just pushing it down and trying to be Katie with a bow? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying all of that because when I posted that, I'm like, I'm going to get backlash for this. And it's, I kind of started it as like a rebellious thing because I ha- I had someone um, message me after the breakup and was like, you know, this is a cycle that needs to be broken. And I got so disgusted by that. I'm like, you don't know me. I was actually being abused for four years. And they were like, oh, no, 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 like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, like regardless of the abuse or not, like what? And I just let it come up whether Mm -hmm. it's anger, whether I want to cry. I mean, just today, my Snapchat memories have me and my ex cuddling Mm. together. And, you know, it's like made me sad. And I was like, I'm going to feel sad and just let it happen. And then it passed. And I don't let it control my actions in the sense of like, if I get really angry, I don't, I fantasize about like, oh, you know, I could get revenge this way or this way. You know what I mean? Um, and I let myself feel it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that would be so satisfying. A little and then T-Swifty. I, yeah, <laughs> in my reputation era. Yeah. Um, but I just like, it, after it passes, I just feel so much better. And it feels yeah. like allowing myself to have that is is releasing it. And I really think that that's, how I've been able to heal from it, Mm -hmm. you know, so rapidly, you know, there's still stuff going on there and there still will be probably for a while, but it's Mm -hmm. just, it's like, why shouldn't I be angry? And I also think there's like this feminist aspect to it where it's like, you know, I was treated terribly, but I'd still supposed to be, I mean, I, the only regret I have is how I acted during the breakup. I was so nice to him. (laughs) Mm, isn't that the worst? I have some of that regret too. Yeah. And not I'm from like, that one, but yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm just like, where, and there's so much beauty. My friend, her name's Katie. Also, she said there's beauty in feminine rage mm-hmm. and I, there really is. Yeah. And I'm like, why shouldn't I be angry? Mm-hmm. And I got comments on that post and it was all men, of course. And they're like, you're living in the past. Let it go. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you watch the video? Like I said that I'm entitled to my feelings. I'm not going to let it control my actions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, I'm like, it, just letting myself have all of it, the anger, the grief, even um, the joy at mm-hmm. being out of that relationship. Like I get ecstatically happy that I'm not in that relationship anymore. Totally. And yeah. And then sometimes I feel shame that I was in that relationship for so long. Mm-hmm. I let myself feel that a little bit too. And I just, I think talking myself through it really helps, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I think we've all, if you're in the spiritual world, done the new age, like think positive, redirect your negative thoughts. Yeah. Gag. And it's just, I, I'm like, no, like I feel so angry and I think most of it is he, like your experience never owned up to it at all. So sometimes I still gaslight myself oh, and I'm like, same. maybe I made it up. And Years I'm like, you later. didn't make it up. Yeah. Years later. And it has nothing to do with like attachment to that person. Yeah. Everything to do with the respect you have for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And like, honestly, you and I are probably never going to get that validation and that's okay. Cause it does, it w- softens over time, but yeah, you still get triggered where you're like that month, you know, yes. <laughs> I, know. I know what you did last <laughs> summer. Yeah. It just, <laughs> Literally. Yes. And yeah. so I think that to, if, someone's going through a breakup or even just like grieving a loss or, you know, just anything like let yourself have all your feelings because you're entitled to them. You were in this for four years and I know like time is linear and everything like that, but like that's still a lot of energy day after day after day. Mm -hmm. Of course you are still going to be in it. It would be wild if you weren't. There would be something wrong if you were not. And I think that is where we are led astray is we don't give ourselves adequate permission. That's like, okay, even with like the loss of my dad, you know, it'll be nine years in December and you do get energy from people sometimes that are like, but you should be over it by now. I'm like, I had my father for 28 years. In what world am I going to be over it in nine You know what I mean? As an example, it's like, it just does not work that way. Therefore, I am still grieving fresh here and there. And that makes perfect sense, you know? Yeah. It totally makes perfect sense. It's like, it just, and it's like, if you got stabbed 28 times, people wouldn't be like, oh, get over it. You know, it's like, no, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, you're good. It's like, what? (laughs) You know, it's like, obviously all of those wounds would take all that time. And, and I think it's just mind boggling. And I don't know. I honestly blame that book, The Secret that came out way back when. And the show. Why did it have to be a show? Literally. And I, I'm like, people are still holding on to that where it's like, oh, if you're just happy, you'll be fine. And I'm like, but I can't be happy. And pretending that I'm happy is killing me. And that's ridiculous. Well, and in my opinion, happiness comes from feeling a full range of human emotions. How the hell are you supposed to get there? It's fake. It's a mask that you're wearing and that serves nobody. 
except to the public eye, you look like you're happy. And that's 10 times more exhausting internally. Mm -hmm. No way. I totally agree. And it's interesting. I don't, so my abilities are interesting because I don't get more information than what people would be willing to give me. Like, I, I think that's rude anyways. Um, but it's, I think that's why particularly Instagram is so exhausting for me lately is because I can just see the like blatant lies. And I'm not saying you have to share every aspect of your being online. That's not true Mm -hmm. at all. Like nobody, Mm -hmm. I don't think that would even be healthy, but it's interesting to see people posting like, I'm so grateful and happy for my life and, and my life and everything's amazing. But I'm like, you're lying, like mm. the energy behind it. And I think that's why I'm like, and I, I don't say this with judgment at all because we've all been there, but totally. it's very, it's just interesting to see. It's like this, I, I get worried that we're all performing a lot. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, there's a time and place to share things, of course. Yeah. But Well, and it's easy to start performing and not realize till later that you're doing that. Guilty. Where I'm like, I mean, I could, yeah, it's, I could talk about that forever. But so wait, mm-hmm. is it true that if I were to show up and write a post and be like, life is so great right now, I'm so content, could you literally channel that and be like, oh, sweet baby girl. She's not really, but she's trying. Like, is that something um, you can feel? Most of the, I, I think with you, it would be a little different, um, because you are such an open person energetically. Yeah. Um, but I think I would be able to just be like, like, Ooh, that's not 100% true, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I would get more than that. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Like that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were going through something that you don't want to share with anybody. Like yeah. I would know that information. I would yeah. maybe know like, Oh, it's private though. You know? Cool. Yeah. That so makes I'm sense. not like reading people like, oh. but I will say sometimes with, uh, this happens with celebrities, but oh my God, per- you are crazy good with celebrity calls. I am sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're so good at it. Thank you. It makes me so excited. I'm like, I knew that was going to happen. And it's just really, it's interesting in couples though. Like I can see like if somebody, I don't know, it's usually people that I don't know at all. Like if I happen to see like couple photos on TikTok or wherever, I'm like, oh, they're not happy. Like they're just pretending, but we all do that, you know? So I can't even be like, yeah, you know, I think that's why Tom Cruise, Katie Holm moment, Katie Holmes moment when they were like set up by their (laughs) publicist, you're like, that's not going to (laughs) work. I, um, oh God, I'm like, should I say this? I kind of feel like that's what Benefer is right now. Do you? Like just a little, they just seem a little too, there's something, yeah, there's something <laughs> yeah. there that I'm like, it's like, I won't know the details. That's the part mm-hmm. that can be hard. Cause I'm nosy, but I'm like yeah. sitting there and I'm like, there's just something there. That's just not quite there. She said it here first, you guys, <laughs> November 16th, 2022, 2.38 PM. Check back. It's so funny when you share like your notes too. And you see the date that you wrote it. I'm like, I'm freaking out how it's so cool. Yeah, it's so fun. That's actually a tip that I tell people if you want to develop your totally. intuition. Like so smart. Um, 
if I think I, I got a message and it's about like, I knew the day before midnight's came out Taylor Swift. I texted my friend. I said, I think she's going to do Taylor Swift 10 next. And the next day it came Uh out and I was like, I knew it. Uh Um, but like, I just, if you think you get an intuitive message, even if it sounds absolutely insane, like the one that came true that surprised me was I'm new Tom Hiddleston's partner was pregnant. I'm not in like his fandom. So Mm -hmm. I just was like, that's kind of random. And I just jot, put it in my notes app and I ended up being right. And I was like, that's so crazy. Like, I that's can't so believe crazy. it. Yeah. So that's my biggest tip for people. And then you'll also weed out like, oh, that wasn't, that didn't end up being true. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. wasn't, you can kind of tell what's intuitive and what's not. I want to start doing that with, you know, us being like knee deep in like our conception journey. I get a lot of things that are somewhat repetitive with our baby that's trying to come in, I'm going to start doing that because I, I can kind of freak myself out because I don't ever want to get my hopes up or like, set, you know, because it's such a tender thing mm-hmm. to be trying to call this in, but I'm going to, I'm going to start doing it. I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to do it for anybody else, but I love that idea of just being able to like, look back and be like, was I right? Like, even like what the baby will look like. I get yes. pings like that where I'm like, why mm-hmm. does that, why am I feeling that in my bones or like a feature yeah. or something yeah. so weird? No, I totally believe it. And I mean, that's the best part is no one has to even know you're writing them down. But my older sister, when she was pregnant, like early stages pregnant with her first son, had this vision. She like woke up and there was this little boy with blue eyes and blonde hair standing by her bed, just smiling at her. And she told me about it like an hour later, she's like, this is so crazy. I'm having a boy. I know what he looks like. She ended up being right to Mm -hmm. a T. Like she had a boy he, his eyes actually turned green, like maybe this year or the year before, but he had blue eyes and he has blonde hair. She saw him. Okay. So I want to segue into you are what you've coined intentionally single, which I freaking love these solo dates that you take yourself on. So I love the solo dates, but now I almost, I mean, I don't like that you have haters, but I almost like live for these grown single men or like boys, we'll call them, who clap back at you on all of these reels that you make where you're just like loving on yourself. It's so weird to me, but I'm like, oh, what's Katie got up her sleeve for this guy? Isn't it so crazy? Like I have never, I don't know. It's so crazy. I'll literally just post like, me putting on a little makeup and being like, oh, I'm going to take myself to a movie. Like, here's what's been on my mind this week. Um, I'm really enjoying being single. I'm going to go eat popcorn. And then they're like, you're ugly. Uh, like all the stuff. And I'm like, who are you? Like, we don't even like, what? Like, and, why are you here? <laughs> and I think part of it is, I think a lot of the projection from these men is yeah. they're taking it as they don't like hearing that a woman doesn't need male validation because I, I, and I mean, like, I'm not like yeah. cured from the patriarchy or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like, I really am enjoying being single on purpose. I like made rules for myself where I'm like, like how I would act in a committed monogamous relationship is how I'm acting with myself. Like totally going on dates, spending time with myself. I'm not on dating apps. I'm not flirting, you know, I'm not exchanging phone numbers, you know, and, 
And I just did this because actually after my breakup, I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I didn't. And I had like a month long, like situationship, which served its purpose. Situationship. Um, I love that. (laughs) It was like, and then he ended up like being mean to me. And I was like, WTF. I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) You're like wrong version of Katie. You can't do that to me. I was like, this is like nuts. Like what? And so I was like, I, I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to be completely single for however long I feel like it. And it's been, I, I, at first it was really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, when you're in a long-term relationship, you're Mm -hmm. used to like, I've, I would do stuff alone, but it's still different, you know, when you're with someone. And so I was like, it was kind of hard at first. And now I just don't even think twice about it. And it actually, if I don't take myself on a date, I feel like weird, the Just like you would if you were in a monogamous partnership and you weren't spending <laughs> that time together. You're like, what the hell? We're we're not doing too hot here, babe. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Exactly. I love it. I think it is something that I wish for every human being on this planet is to not just be single, not just be single, but to have that intention behind it and to treat it like it's the biggest gift in the world because alongside finding that dare I call it soulmate, if that is what you desire, this is also the best thing. It's like they are parallel in my opinion. And I I think I did it for two years, not on purpose. It just happened to be about two years. And yeah, you dip in and out where sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I can't not flirt with this person. And then I'm like, Ew, never mind. (laughs) Like I just (laughs) want to be by myself. Um, But I think having those boundaries and giving yourself that space to really decondition yourself from all of the shit that you have been through and that you've put yourself through is so important. I don't even know if I would have been able to meet somebody like my husband had I not done that work. I don't think he would have tolerated me, honestly. Mm. And I don't know if I would have been able to even meet him where he was at because I'd be like, mm-hmm. I don't trust you. I haven't done any of the work. <laughs> so I don't trust Literally, you. yeah, my first... I I ended up having a crush on someone for like a day and okay. I was like, we like flirted and I was like, Ooh, maybe. Right. And then this was like before I decided to be intentionally single. And then like the next day I met his fiance and it like floored me that this guy was engaged with the way that he was acting. And I'm like, Hmm, this like cheating things showing up for me again. And then it happened a second time with a guy that's married and I I was like, mm, I was like, no, I think it's showing up because I don't, I'm at a place where my, I, I was so disconnected from myself mm-hmm. and my self-worth in my last relationship that I like, I just, I lost myself. And then I think it was showing up again because it was like, you can't like even fathom the idea of a man that doesn't cheat. Totally. That's the, that's your new normal. Yeah. And so I'm normal. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I need, there's so much I need to work through. And like, I just, I am so happy with where I am. Like that was the best decision I could have made. And, and I'm at a place too, where I'm like, I genuinely, like, I feel my life is supposed to be career oriented Mm. and I would be fine being single, like well into my thirties. Like I just am like, 
you know, it just, and I also too, this is funny. I never talk about this. I was just talking with a friend about it before we hopped on. I actually have gotten visions of my soulmate for years Oh, and that's cool. Yeah, it's it we were talking about it because she totally validated my experience because she was like, I feel insane. And I'm like, I feel insane. And I think I'm at this place where I don't even want to date someone that's not him. And it's just kind of not like I'm putting him on a pedestal or anything, but I'm just like, I already know what's gonna happen. Mm. Like I already And when know- you meet up, you're gonna be like, there you are. Finally, let's. But is that kind of like a fuckery to have had that vision and then like to be in this relationship and it's not him? Yeah, she's nodding. Oh (laughs) my God. I had. Am I cheating on you with a vision? No, literally. I remember like ugly crying to my friend and being like, I'm cheating. Like, this feels like cheating. And she's like, uh, she's a very intuitive person and she was like this is showing up because it's showing you that it's not him mm, that was like, like a nice universal pat of like hey we're trying to tell you know you still can yeah literally and yeah. i i still ignored it for so mm-hmm. long well, of course and I, yeah and at one point i was crying and i i could feel my soulmate just so strong and i was crying i was like you need to go away I'm I was like, ready. I cannot face this. I'm not ready. I don't know why. And then I didn't feel him for a long time until I did. I did like breath work and mm. had like such a clear vision. And I was like, oh my God, like, hey. Um, and then I have it. It's interesting though, since my breakup, I haven't really felt him at all because I just need that space. But it, it it's funny. I I feel insane saying all of this I'm like no way no crazy? way there's gonna be some people that are like what's happening I can't stop listening because I'm like so like what and other people who are gonna be like yeah I know this team I'm on this woo-woo team yeah and I, I'm sure it's happened to people before you know like it's totally. not yeah well and so. I don't I didn't have any premonitions about who I would end up with but I did know two things I knew that he would be so nice like like so nice to the point where I was uncomfortable with how nice he was Mm -hmm. because I'd never met anybody like that and then I knew that I had to be ready for him like that was something that kept coming through of like you have so much work to do and I don't know how to explain that other than like and then when I did meet him we met at the wrong time and I was like oh I'm not done yet so I was like well shit I think I missed I think mm-hmm. I missed our meet cute or whatever. And we just passed the test because he hung out with me while I did the work, you know, and then we got together and I'm like, that is it. That is like soulmate shit right there. You know, when someone can meet you where you're at, give you space, which I feel like yours is doing, even <laughs> though you've never met, but they're like, okay, you do you, we like you here. You're getting, you're doing what you need to do for you. Not with the hopes, what I love and what I'm hearing you're not doing the Katie stuff for future him. You're doing the Katie stuff because you love Katie and you want to be in this energetic field with yourself. He's a bonus. Okay. Thank you for saying that. That makes me want to cry. Um, it's so true. And I think this is the first time in my life where I, and you know, I used to be, try to manifest things like 
nobody's business. And I Mm -hmm. totally believe in manifesting, but it would be like, oh, I'm going to heal so I can have the thing. And it's like, what? Um, And it never, thank you for saying that. And it's also so expansive to hear your story because I actually get asked that a lot you know, people are like, you say you don't want to date, but you'll probably fall in love. Like you meet, you'll meet someone soon. And I'm like, it's very uncomfortable for people to hear that I'm not ready Mm -hmm. and I'm sticking to that. And Mm -hmm. I'm holding firm in that boundary. And Mm -hmm. if I met someone, if I met someone later today, they would have to respect that. And if they're my person, then they will, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's what I keep telling people. And I'm like, Cause I actually get that a lot. I got that earlier today. (laughs) Like, I just don't. You're like, but I don't even really want him to show up yet. So like, don't I get a say? And like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. it's like, but I don't, I I genuinely, I'm like, I hate to say it, but I don't want him to. And I think that there is something around like, I, you know, you, especially with dating, you, there's stuff that doesn't get healed until you're like back out there, I guess. 100%. So I'm sure I'll have getting your mirror. Yeah. Literally. So I think, um, maybe something like that will happen soon, which I'm Mm -hmm. like, but I (laughs) don't want it. I'm like, no, I just don't have the energy. I'm good. I like to go to the movies by myself. I, I literally was thinking about it last time I went to the movies. I was like, cause I just started doing that for my dates. I'm like, why can't I go to the movies by myself every week? Like I don't have to like plan something crazy. It's perfect. Yeah. And I was like, how am I going to tell my future person that they can't come to the movies? Yeah. You're me? like, no, this is what I do now. It's Actually, like, you're not inviting me. Your person will understand. Yeah. It'll make sense to that person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, before I let you go, I want to do some rapid fire if you're okay with that. And I call it rapid fire, but please, by all means, answer them how you'd like. Um, okay. So I would love to know your morning ritual. I'm such a sucker for knowing how people spend their mornings. So what do they look like these days? Um, I get up, we actually have four dogs, which is insane. So I usually get up and feed them. And once they're kind of settled, I'll make breakfast and, Um, I like to sit alone and watch a show while I eat breakfast. Mm. I've done that for years. Gilmore Girls? Mm -hmm. Uh, right now I'm on Sex in the City, but Oh, me too! Oh my god, no way! My husband and I just started rewatching that, but I, like, leave him in the dust and watch it by myself all the time. No, I just restarted it. I just restarted it, like, uh, last week, maybe? That's so funny. That's so funny. It was just, I felt it. I was like, oh, it's time. This is the energy Um, I need. Literally. And so I'll do that. And then I usually will like, uh, do my skincare routine and that sort of thing. Sometimes I'll go on a walk first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Usually I'll do it in the afternoon or evenings though. Um, yeah, it's nothing too crazy. I just love it. I just love like sitting down and my house is chocked full of people right now. Yeah. And actually you used to, you used to have a roommate and, and live by yourself, right? And now you're with family. Is that right? I lived with my ex-boyfriend. And oh, shit. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I moved oh. back in with my family. Got it. And um there's a lot of us in this house. And I actually share a room with my younger sister now. Oh. And we have bunk beds and it's really it's it's actually not bad at all. But yeah. it's like, like it's I something. like it's <laughs> 
it, I think I bother her. I think I annoy her, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> cause I, I'm a chatty person. So I'm like, nah, 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 nah. um, but I, there's just something for me about like putting on headphones, watching mm-hmm. a show, enjoying my breakfast, um, starting my morning that way. That just feels so good. Um, yeah, it just it's really nice. Nothing too fancy, but I love. You know what it. I love about you so much is that, like, I think people in the spiritual community and people who work in the spiritual community, we have preconceptions about people, and like, there are people who are probably like, "Oh wow, she watches like a show first thing." Where in their head they're probably like, "She's sitting around candles and channeled writing and pulling tarot cards." And I think it's so. I've said this from day one, and I think you even sort of maybe you unintentionally do this, but you market yourself as such, like a human being, someone's best friend, just a girl living her life happens to be able to channel and connect. And I find that so refreshing. And like, just even hearing your morning routine, I'm like, I love her more. Like she just gets up and watch (laughs) Sex in the City with her breakfast and goes for a walk. Like that's so good. Thank you. And I, it's really, and I usually do pull like a tarot card every day, but I don't, I'm not like, I have to do it. Totally. There's no rigidity around it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't, I just do it when it feels good. And sometimes it's not till the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not till before bed. And, Mm -hmm. and it just, I, I thank you for saying that. Cause I, I don't think that especially things with intuition, you don't have to do crazy insane things it's just it's inside of you you know it's there you know so I'm really trying to let go of the rigidity and stop calling it my intuition because it's not true and energetically I can feel that yeah it's um even sometimes I'll I love to channel I wanted to do channeled writing every day Mm -hmm. but sometimes nothing comes through and they're like like we're always here but like there's just not really much to say right now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I want to treat it like I'm at school. Right. Like, it's an assignment, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Okay. So then what about the evening with a house full of people? What's your flow? Oh Lord. Um, <laughs> it gets intense. Like when the kids get home from school and base, we all eat dinner together. We all try to eat dinner together every night as a family. That's something that we did my whole childhood. Same. It's so special. It really is. And so we all actually have our own little chores and mine's vacuuming because I actually love vacuuming. Um, So on a, on a really productive night, I'll vacuum after dinner and um, really I just shower. Like I, showering is really important to me. I just really like doing it. And so I'll just do like a whole thing you know, shower routine. And then, um, I usually watch a movie or like 20 minutes of a movie with my nephew before he goes to bed. We've done that since he was a baby. Cute. I know. And it's so special. And then, um, when he goes to bed, I will just read. Um, and sometimes I'll read for 10 minutes. Sometimes I'll read for two hours. You know, Mm -hmm. I just, I just kind of let myself fall asleep um, I'm really big about no phone before bed and no phone mm-hmm. first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually I like put my phone up. Um, and then I'm like, I pretty much like doing that has helped my sleep so much. Um, Could not agree more. Yeah. Yeah. I usually am asleep probably, or at least in bed reading by nine o'clock at the latest. Same. Jonathan <laughs> will like look at the clock and be like, fuck, it's only eight 30. I'm like, we can go up if you want. <laughs> 
Also, a thing on the nighttime shower, I am such a nighttime shower person. I feel like I have to like energetically get the day off of me before I get into bed. It is yeah. so nice. Yes. I actually tell people that like, that's a good way to energetically cleanse is like, Mm -hmm. I think intention is everything. Mm -hmm. So you're just like washing your body, just like saying to yourself, like I'm washing off any energy from the day. Totally. Boom. Yeah. It's the best. It's the Mm -hmm. best. What is your favorite scent? Ooh, this is really hard. There's so Mm -hmm. many. Um, Oh my God. My parents have this unisex, uh, perfume cologne mm-hmm. scent. That's my favorite, but I don't know what it's called. It's a Bulgari. Is that how you say it? Mm, I thought you're asking the wrong person, but maybe it's like Bulgari. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to sound real country. Um, <laughs> it's like, I forget what it's called. I probably couldn't pronounce it anyways, but it's like a, in a blue mm. bottle and it they wear it. Smells- yeah. They both wear it. It's really mm. cute. And so I go steal a spritz. That's my favorite scent or, anything like lemony. Mm, I love mm-hmm. lemon. Yeah. What about your favorite sound? Oh my God. I'm big into ASMR Ooh. and this is so fun. Well, okay. That or like the ocean. Okay. But my sister just showed me, this is so weird, but people take plastic spoons and like rub them on a microphone. I just knocked my microphone while doing that. And it sounds so good. It like makes my brain really? tingle. It sounds so good. I like when she showed me, I was like, Ooh, I think I have that sensory thing. Mm. I don't know what it's called, but that's why ASMR was like a thing. Um, I feel like I, I have just, that with smells. I love that. Like it's truly, my family always teases me about like my sense of smell. I'll like start crying if I smell something. I once followed a guy in the airport because his like natural pheromones when he walked by me smelled like my dad. And I was like just walking behind him and crying and going like this, like trying to get the smell. (laughs) Yeah, it was not normal. But anyway, I get it when you have that like super intense reaction to sounds or smell. I think that's so real. Yeah, it's just so heightened. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. actually something that's been popping up for me psychically is I can like smell things through a screen. It's like a, for a second. It's like super Whoa. weird. Like if someone's cooking, I can smell it for a split second. Just enough so I gaslight myself. And I'm like, you're just crazy. But it's happening. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. What do you do to indulge? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I love brownies. I've cool. eaten a lot of brownies lately. I'm like, I'm I don't want to say that's like an indulgence necessarily, sure but is. sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I just love brownies lately. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm like, they're just so good. I feel like <laughs> that is like the basics of indulgence. Yeah. I respect that answer and I accept it. If you could call in one thing, what would that be? To be totally selfish. I love my family, but I really miss living mostly alone. Totally. And I, I've always wanted like a beach house Mm. and I can like have enough room for everyone to come visit, but then I can like be alone. Totally. Listen to the ocean. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. I love that. Exactly. Uh, What is one thing that you would like to tell your younger self? Calm down. Mm. <laughs> You'll figure it out. I used mm-hmm. actually from like, I remember in first grade, I went to my dad full blown sobbing about having a normal job. 
I was like, I don't want to go to work every day. It it sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. And I had the same feeling with like school and I'm like, and then also just like knowing I was different and that there was something I was missing. I spent so much time feeling stupid for not knowing, you know, the same person. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like to just, I just want to give her a hug and be like, dude, like you find out so young. That's what's funny is I found out I was a psychic at 21. You know, it's like, come on, like Mm -hmm. you're still so young. You have so much time, like chill out. You got it. You're good. So do you know what's so cool is I was on a walk with my little niece, Juno, she's seven and she was just being so cute. And I like started recording her because I was like, I want to remember, like she was just talking at rapid speed, but everything she was saying was like either hilarious or like (laughs) awesome. And I asked her and the minute it came out of my mouth, I was like, I wish I didn't ask her that question. Cause it's like, you know, the programming and then you hear yourself saying it to a child and you're like, shit, retract. I don't want that to be Mm -hmm. invited to her. But I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she was like, um, and I almost said, never mind, but that would be confusing as well. And she just goes, I don't know. I have a lot of time to figure it out. And I was like, yes, you do. I said, Juno, that is the most amazing answer you give yourself. And then I went on this tangent of like, and you can change your mind. You know, I was like, Andy changed her mind like six times. You know, you do not have to follow one path. You can do multiple things. You can be multifaceted. What a smart little angel. I tell you what, this next generation of kids, they know better. I got a spirit baby medium reading and she said the same thing. She was like, this next batch of babies here now and also like ones coming through are like no joke. They're not playing. They're so elevated. Yeah. I literally, I like was with a friend and I met her baby niece And this baby was like, didn't talk yet or anything. And it's like channeling to me. It's like, I'm here to change the world. We're going to do things a lot differently. Please welcome this new energy, like all this stuff. And I'm like, like, damn Gandhi. Nice to meet you. And they're like, oh, this baby likes you. Cause she's like this at me the whole time, like just staring. And I'm like, you're like, you have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. She, I guess she really likes me. Like, yeah, maybe. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, what is one thing that keeps you rooted or grounded? Whatever word resonates best with you. I would say alone time, like time with myself for sure. Um, but also just getting out of my head, you know, like talking, like just playing with my nephews, Mm -hmm. getting out of that. Like I'm an adult. I can't play Nerf gun war. So true. Yeah, you can, (laughs) you know, and just like playing with them, really being in the game or, you know, my niece was teaching me how to skateboard, like stuff like that, that like really gets me. I'm not thinking about anything else. That is That's just such good advice. Yeah. Getting back to like the basic play. Yeah. And it's it so doesn't, true. you know, it can even just be like, uh, you know, going to a movie and mm-hmm. like, like you're, you're focusing on the movie, you know, just yeah. watching one at home, like anything that you're not sitting there like thinking mm-hmm. and thinking and thinking. I think that can be just, it's refreshing and and so grounding. And I, mm-hmm. every time my wheels are spinning and I ask spirit, they're like, go, like, just stop thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. go do something else. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then it helps. 
especially with like the kind of work that you do and how I spend my time with like writing and, you know, just even just being a creative person, it can be so hard to like exist outside of that and to remember what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And that's why like cooking has become such a therapeutic thing for me because you have to focus on this recipe and like the Mm -hmm. timing of things and like then the smells come in because I love smells, but like that's, it's not play per se, but it kind of is, you know, like you said, it takes you out of like adulting and that monkey brain. Mm -hmm. I think that that's such a good example, you know, and cooking is so therapeutic. It just, Mm -hmm. it's beautiful. It really is. Not very good, but it is fun. Yeah. And then I, I love what you said too. It's, it's actually funny because my nephews, they're seven and five and they just don't even really know that I'm a psychic or what that is or what that means. Mm-hmm. And so it it's really interesting to like completely like exist outside of that for that time. Totally. That I, you know, it's like, really, and I, I love what I do. Like it's, it's so important to me and so special. And I love, I could talk about it all day, every day, but sometimes it's nice to have that where it's just like, you're, you're also just Katie. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's aunt Katie, you know? I feel like celebrities have to feel that way too with like their own children. It's like so nice for a spell when their kids have no idea that their parents are famous. Yeah. That's like the first thing that came into mind when you said that. Yeah. I always, I was thinking about that the other day because I think it was like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis or something. They were talking about, they're trying to raise their kids to like not really know that like Mm. mom and dad have money mom and dad are famous you know good luck so (laughs) good luck like they're gonna be confused by the paparazzi so (laughs) okay this last one is coming from this little deck that I have I'm just gonna pull one so it's like the good old random pull we don't know what it's gonna say are you ready yeah Okay, I have to ask it. I can't cheat and put it back and grab a different one. So we're going to do this one. (laughs) (laughs) What's the farthest you've ever gone out on a limb for something or someone? Dang, I'm like not trying to like drag someone through the mud. Mm. But there have been, there was an instance in the past where I was helping someone get a job through my bosses slash they're like family to me blah 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 and they like it felt like they spat in my face and it just made me feel like and I felt like I had like really like stuck my neck Mm. out and I was like oh this is like a really you know and and I was like I'm not gonna do that again I don't think yeah that is such a hard one when it comes to like professionalism or even just like mutual relationships it is so hard I get so much anxiety when someone's like can you introduce me to this person depending on who it is if like you Mm -hmm. know them and you're like (sighs) like how do I say this won't be the right it's so hard it's so hard and I'm sure so many people can relate with that sticky situation you were very vague by the way in the best way that was good Good. I'm like, good. I could tell you were like, I want to tell the truth, but I know I'm like, I have to remember that, especially you are so good at making people feel just so safe. Oh, that throughout this, you. I've, I've forgotten that we're recording. Well, thank you so much for being here and for just being who you are. I don't need to tell you again, but I will, but I'm, I just love you so much. I'm just so glad that you exist on this planet. 
Thank you. I love you so much. I can't wait. I know we're going to meet in person. Oh, it's happening. 2023. 2023. It's going to be so awesome. I can feel it in my bones. Same. I was thinking that before we hopped on. I was like, oh, we're going to meet. Okay. Well, I trust you more than anyone. So (laughs) (laughs) if you see it happening. I I love that.